Hey everybody, welcome to VGP, a video game podcast for the week of September 13th, 2022. Guys, this day will go down in infamy. Guys, let's just let's just roll right off the tongue, baby. Let's just let's just get this thing going. Let's not do the intro. We'll we'll put it in later. Let's just get started. Today was a busy day. We had a Nintendo Direct and we had a Sony State of Play. We got a whole bunch of game announcements, guys. Um, well, actually, probably not too many. But and on top of that, too, we're also going to be talking about Splatoon as well as some other games that we've been playing in this past week. Cruising, uh, or not? Was it um, Horizon Zero Chase to, or Horizon Chase Turbo Two or whatever on the iPhone? Checking that out. Are you playing that? Yeah. Are you, Did you play are you that? playing that? I wish I could. I mean, I don't have Apple Box. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Oh, you're on. Well, I guess I'm gonna be. <laughs> yeah, you're on my. You're on my <laughs> family do I, plan. Do I want to play that on my iPhone? Do you want to play it? I don't know if I do. I think I you do. I don't know. I'll I'll give it a shot. I trusted Tim's opinion on Bleak Sword. That was actually a pretty entertaining game for a little bit. Yeah, it's a, it, yeah. There's it. There, it's. I uh, know. Oh, I know. This is a reputable game. I love the first game. It's phenomenal. Yeah. This. Um, this. But is it where I want to play it? Absolutely not. I want to be playing it with a joystick or a D-pad. Horizon, yeah, well, Horizon Chase 2. Right and and I'm going to give you kind of a shocking opinion on it. But guys, with that being said, let's just kind of dive right into it. Uh, this is VGP. And let's do this, boys. Welcome to a video game podcast. Four dudes with the hottest video game ticks. VGP is your home for everything video games, news, reviews, and more. And now, here they are. Billy, Maze, B, and Tiger. So, guys, this this week we kind of got a whole bunch of stuff. Additionally, too, um, Dawson Prayers, Queen of England. Um, that's wild, man. Seventy years she was queen. Seventy years. She was ninety six. No, right? she, she was, was the, she was queen, queen for queen 70. seventy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow. That's a long run. That's a minute. Yeah. Thoughts. Right. Thoughts and prayers for that um, before we start the show. But real quick, let's get things started with um, the Nintendo Direct. And the reason why I mentioned that, too, is because the Nintendo Direct wasn't in the UK. Uh, it actually got postponed in the UK because of uh, the Queen's passing, so the time of mourning. Um, but let's kind of dive into well, it. For any of our low, loyal UK listeners out there, we'll save you the trouble of having to go through that 40 minutes. Yeah, you didn't you didn't miss much, but no. And in all in all honesty, it was. What do you guys think? Lackluster. Yeah. It was Billy. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. I I think here's the thing with these things is we go in with really high expectations every single time. Nintendo hasn't promised anything. You know, we have no idea what they're coming with, and they just. Come I mean, I think that's the problem. We know what they're coming stuff. with, and that's all they gave us. Well, no. I mean, they announced some stuff today that we had not heard of yet. No, but I'm but, telling in terms of the big ticket items. Yeah, the big ticket items, but they showed a couple big ticket items. Okay. I think every time when we go to one of these shows, we're expecting, like, the next, like, Mario Galaxy. Oh, you know, so and it could very well happen. So, but it's like every single time we go in with that high expectation, we're kind of disappointed. So to be fair, it has been a while since we've had a Mario game, like a, the next iteration. So I'm I'm going to add with that, let's kind of dive into what was announced so we can kind of get a backlog. And so 
all three of us are caught up to speed. So the direct was roughly about 40 minutes long. It started off with uh, the new Fire Emblem game called Fire Emblem Engaged. We do not have a... Uh, actually, we do have a release date. And it is actually ap- approaching quite fast. It is January 20th, 2023. Additionally, too, they announced a... Uh, uh, Define edition, so a collector's edition of this, comes with an art book as well as some art cards, a steel book, as well as the game and a poster. So make sure to go and check that out. Let's hope it's not European release like Heroes was because I hate No, it. I think it is American release because remember, we were watching the America stream, we weren't watching the the UK stream because of because of events. So um, so, a- so after that, um, It Takes Two is coming to Switch. And it's launching on November 4th. Once again, this is kind of in, uh, interesting because that game is uh, co-op. But you can play two-player locally if you have two Switches. So you can either play online or locally with two Switches, unlike uh, the first game where I believe you can play couch co-op like together. I don't know if you can on this one. Um, it looks like you can. Um, additionally, too, Fatal Frame, Mask of Lunar coming early 2023 they announced some xenoblade chronicles dlc coming october 13th they talked about some other games spongebob fitness box fitness boxing fist of the north star dlc oddballs and tunic uh additionally two front mission one and two remakes they talked about one coming in november the next coming in 2023 and then story of seasons a wonderful life the remake of the classic gamecube game harvest moon uh what was it billy the a wonderful life it's a wonderful life yeah they just changed the name on um this game does i'm gonna be honest and billy we'll talk about this later this game i'm i'm not excited for i'm not gonna get it but i respect it but the game doesn't look it they added some stuff but it doesn't look very polished it doesn't look like a looks a little bit like just a like a straight port just up rest yeah it looked rough i mean we have some time for them to polish that one out but yeah yeah didn't didn't look good um then they announced some more stuff for splatoon 3 octopath traveler 2 coming february 24 2023 fee farm coming to switch this spring additionally to th- uh, theater rhythm final bar announced it's coming february 16th next year with 385 songs then Ruin Factory 3 and Ruin Factory, a new series, is in development. Uh, the third version is coming in 2023. Uh, from there, the new N64 games, Pilot Wings, Mario Party 1, 2, and 3, Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2, 1080 Snowboarding, and Excitebike 64, all coming to uh, the uh, N64 library. Unfortunately, with this... Pilot Wings, Mario Party 3, and Mario Party 2 are the only ones coming in 2022. The rest are all coming in 2023. And lastly, Golden Eye is coming to Nintendo Switch Online as well. Um, this is a long list, so bear with me. Various Day Life by Square Enix was revealed. This game kind of looks very interesting. Uh, it's actually available right now, so you can go and download it. Factorio is coming to Switch on October 28th. Uh, LB is coming to Switch next spring. It's like a weird drawing game. Uh, they announced the new Mario Strikers DLC. And then Ateria Ryza 3 is coming to Switch in February. Uh, they announced the new Mario Kart DLC, which is coming out this holiday. And additionally, to some more DLC for Nintendo Switch Sports. And the, finally, they announced Pikmin 4, which is a big one. Bayonetta 3, they showed that off. Harvestella, which the demo is available on the eShop right now. 
And on top of that, too, um, they announced Rain Code, which is a new game by the Dangarapa creator. And lastly, before kind of we just have a couple more announcements, um, Resident Evil Village, they announced most of those games on cloud coming to Switch. And then they announced Sifu, Crisis Core Remastered, Radiant, Silver Gun, Endless Dungeon, all coming to Switch at some point. Additionally, Tales of Symphonia Remastered coming to Switch, as well as uh, some other games that were previously announced. And lastly, sorry, this kind of goes for a while, but Kirby's Return to Dreamland launched on February 24th. And Breath of the Wild 2, or better known as Tears of the Kingdom, is coming on May 12th. 2023 so what do you guys think after all of those announcements there's a lot mace we're gonna go to you give you the floor um what's kind of your initial take give it to me few thoughts i had initial take i was very lackluster i wasn't impressed um there was nothing there that really grabbed me and said wow this is amazing um honestly kind of disappointed uh damn there wasn't really anything there that we weren't aware of. Like, we got most games I could care less. It just I mean, all I've seen there is that Square Enix is like a a factory right now. They just keep churning out games left and right. It just seems like half those new games that you know were brand new were Square Square Enix titles, mm-hmm. and a majority of them are like farming simulators. A lot of them are. Um. So I mean, there was really nothing there. Uh, Fire Emblem, you know I'm not a huge fan of the series, but I also just feel like, didn't we just get a new Fire Emblem game? Or am I just, you know, that far we out did. of it? Well, we got a spin-off. This is a mainline Was it a spin-off? Okay, title. I just, it felt like they were coming out more rapid now ever since the revival uh, of it. It actually is, I mean, it's actually now farther back than you think. Like, Three Houses was 2019. This is 2023, so it's a four-year gap. And then you have... Uh, the heroes game which is like a spinoff it's amazing to me how quickly they've turned these ones out when it was on the brink of like destruction and yet there's other series we can't get any info on whatsoever <clears throat> metroid mm-hmm. 4 yeah um, um so i'm not a fan of that i mean pikmin again i've never really got into that series that was cool to see there's another one coming in the main line uh then breath of the wild i mean cool we have a date for but we knew this was coming this wasn't really you know nothing new nothing shocking and that's how i really felt about most of it is that there wasn't anything there that really just grabbed my attention i mean same thing with mario rabbits i mean i would say that was a big one if we didn't already know it's coming next month Hmm. so it's just kind of more just fluff filler if you will nothing really big honestly yeah what was your score what would you give it Being generous, 6.3, 6.5. Honestly, okay. I mean, if I really if I really put emotion into it, it might be a little bit lower, but maybe like a 6, because it was just, there was nothing there that grabbed my attention that I didn't already know about. Mm. And, I, and mm. I mean, like, you know, you could say Xenoblade DLC, but again, we knew what was coming with the expansion pass. You get these little tidbits along the way until inevitably you get the actual um, new story content later next year. Which we all want to play. Which I'm excited for, and we'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was... We were all so hyped about it, Billy's right. We always do this every time we get super excited about it. 
uh, only to have our expectations dashed and dreams crushed uh, with, again, no Golden Sun or Yokai. Or Metroid. Or Metroid, which continues to elude us. We know it's there. So where the hell is it? I I think going off of that, Bill, I want to hear your take. I, I agree with Billy a lot in the st- sentiment that I think a lot of this is, and, and we also have the Disney showcase that we need to talk about. Um, we could we could dive into that at some point on the pod today, but um, it's less important. It's, it's less important than this. Uh, Disney Speedstorm, which was also talked about on the um, in in this, looked good and it was showed off there too. But um, ultimately, kind of what I'm drawing back to is that Disney press conference, there were certain things I wanted to see. I wanted to be surprised. I wanted to be shocked. And I wasn't. And on top of that, too, you're always holding out for that one game that you're like, that, that you're texting your friends about being like, oh, my gosh, did you see that reveal? Did you see this happen? It's like Smash a couple years ago when they announced Banjo-Kazooie or when they announced, you know, some other characters. You're like, oh, my gosh. And, and it's a it breaks the Internet moment. There was none of that. I mean, I. Yeah. Just, yeah, to go off of that with you, Tim, um, you're exactly right. We have our group chat going, the three of us, plus Clay, our eSport correspondent. I mean, I know he went silent, uh, was going to go watch it later after you and I had already gone through it because we were actively watching it. There wasn't one announcement there that I felt the need uh, to just hop in the group chat and be like, oh, my God, did you see that? Yeah, and and I think the thing was is I think sometimes there's a little bit of bitterness and it maze is completely right there's a little bit of bitterness when there's there's a lot of like i i think at the same time you also have to realize that there were a lot of great games here there's a lot of time and effort that people put in and and i think we i think a lot of times we're greedy and but i also think and and what i mean by that too is like there's certain games i'm hoping for too like i'm never going to see yokai watch i i know that but I'm hoping for a Golden Sun. I'm hoping for a Kid Icarus. I'm hoping for some game that Nintendo pulls out of their back pocket, an F-Zero or, Nite- Punch or a Punch-Out or a Nintendo Land sequel. Some game that Nintendo pulls out that I'm like, it's like that aha moment. Even, even you know, Advance Wars did that a, a, a couple directs ago, and, and yet we still have yet to see that, and I understand why. But ultimately, that didn't happen. And additionally, too we look at some of the announcements here and when we really, really boil them down, there's a lot of announcements, but a lot of them were kind of, you know, not half baked, but the fire emblem one, I was like, okay, it seems like a good fire emblem game, but there's like, it it almost seems like fire emblem echoes was to fire emblem awakening as this is to three houses. not saying it's a bad game, but it's like, okay, you know, it doesn't seem as at least on, on first impression, doesn't seem as good in Pigment four. We just got a screenshot and we just got a 2023 release date and then we got a Wii U remake and then we got a release date for Breath of the Wild and that took 40 minutes to get. And in between that, we got sprinkled with releases that we really kind of already know. And then on top of that, too, we also got some, you know, cool game releases, uh, but they're very, very niche things like, you know, Rune Factory 3. Like, I respect that franchise. I understand that franchise. Atelier Rising, I respect that franchise. But that's not something that I'm rushing out to the store to buy. But so if if kind of that's kind of my takeaway from it, um, I would give it a I'd be a little more generous just because I think that there was a, was a lot of content here. But it's just content that I think is just OK 
um, I would give it a 6.8 to a 7. So just an okay. It's not bad, but it's 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 okay. Um, if if it was my heart and and kind of how I feel, especially since we haven't had a direct in such a long time, I would give it a, a worse score, similar to Maze. But Bill, what do you think? Yeah, I've, when was the last direct we had? I think like was it January February I think it was February I believe Jeez. yeah February yeah. was the last one we had well major direct we had little yeah. mini ones in between for like individual games that was like a partner showcase yeah kind of which thing. is why I think yeah. this one makes it so much at least I think that is also why this one leaves such a bad taste in our mouths yeah I think if they dump the partner showcases and they just pack this in it might feel like you're getting a lot more content or fresh content because you're right. A lot of this stuff was shown prior or we knew about it. Same with all the Square Enix releases that were in here. Um, all of it is good. All of it we want. I don't know how, as Major said, I, I don't know how that company uh, works um, with the amount of games they're releasing. I think I have a feeling they're probably working on 20 plus games. Yeah, and, and the one thing I want to... would think so watching this showcase. Or the yeah, and, and... It's just like, what are they doing? <laughs> Every other there? game was Square Enix. Yeah, and the one thing I want to butt in here too, going off of Billy's and Maze, is there's a lot of good games coming out. And I think, I think, that's, I think the problem with some of these showcases is it's what's new, right? If I'm going off of what was in the conference in general, I'd be like, that's an... Like, and I'd never seen any of it before. It would be an amazing, amazing show. But the thing is, is with these with these, you know, directs and whatnot, you expect something you expect new stuff to be revealed. It's why the Xbox ones, they have the giant world premiere thing. It's why they have that. The Game Awards, why they even had that. The Disney showcase last week, even though that showcase wasn't very good. And can I make an addendum to mine? Yeah, I just yeah, I want to say, you know, you guys are right. There's this is not to say my take on it is that none of those games coming out that we saw brand new are bad. I don't want to make it seem like that. I guess just for me, it was disappointing because I didn't see any major Nintendo IPs be revealed that we didn't already know. And you just have this feeling with a mainline Nintendo Direct after having been as long as it has been. You kind of wanted it. Yeah. You want you want fresh eyes. Yeah, I, I wanted something like something you, Mario. You know, I wanted Golden Sun. I would have taken something on Metroid. Well, you but, want you, know, you want Nintendo you want Nintendo F-Zero. stuff. So um, you want that Nintendo magic, and I feel like we just got third party content the entire way through. Yeah. Well, I think another thing too is like we this year alone we've gotten a Kirby game and a Fire Emblem game. And next year we're getting a Kirby and Fire Emblem game. No, this like, uh, it, is the Kirby coming out this year or next year. Next, next year. year, but but um, isn't it just and, like I mean that's not like a major major one. Is yeah, it's it? it's a, it's a, no, it's a remake. no, but it's yeah. no, it is, but it's like they keep on dumping Kirby. No, like, and I get we just that. got Kirby Dream Buffet. You know, well, like I mean month. that was just kind of like a throwout one there. Like here you go, some more Kirby content. I don't know that that would be one that I'm scrambling to go out and play. But I mean, if it was like I'm just saying, like if they had like a punch out small game like that, or just get other franchises involved. It's, I mean, yeah, it's a but I, I I guess what I want is that my appetite my appetite is huge, and I just want like the main line titles that we're all clamoring for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, when was the last time we got a mainline Mario game? Mario oh, Mario wow. Odyssey in 2017, would... and so it's you got the on. DLC. Yeah. You got the you got that. Uh, that furry the bowser's DLC. fury or whatever yeah. no I, yeah but 
again, I mean, I'm looking at Fire Emblem now. Ever since it was on the brink of destruction, that feels like it gets a new game at least once a year. Mario. Because it, it prints money. Yeah, because it prints know, money. So it's, the Mario? Sa- it's the same thing with... It's the same thing with... Um, and, and here's my take. I have a feeling that they're going to release a Mario game coinciding with the new Mario movie. I, I think that's kind of a given. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I might be mm-hmm. wrong, but they're probably going to release something right up to it. Do you it. think that will be like a uh, movie tie-in one? Because I really hope it's not. I don't think it will be, but I, I but I but it might be Mario Odyssey 2 or something. But the one thing I will say is the reason why I think they're kind of kind of holding back a little bit is because we didn't even see a new trailer for the Mario movie with illumination. Like we know that's, we know that's coming, but we know that when we see that trailer, I bet you it'll be in a, in a direct. And I bet you that Mar that a Mario game won't be far behind, but ultimately kind of where I'm kind of going with this is I think maze is completely on the money. And I think Billy, you're kind of right. There is that this was a, this was a okay direct, but given the lack of just Nintendo content here, it kind of teeters on that, you know, moving towards the bottom half of OK, because if you just go by like if we just zone in, let's take all Octopath Traveler. Let's take all that stuff out of there, because as it is now, Octopath Traveler is coming to PlayStation uh, four and five. So and probably PC and probably Xbox Game Pass not far behind it. So let's take that stuff out of there and let's just look at the Nintendo games. If We just look at Nintendo games. We got dlc for mario kart which we got two out of the eight courses were revealed interesting Don't even get me started on that interesting stuff i mean i'm happy that the the courses look cool i like the christmas course yeah it's a That's christmas cool. course it's coming out it's this cool. holiday i'm fine but you with know that. how i feel about that yeah we've, we've been down this road before you know how i feel about that deal you want a hanukkah course no i i want for hanukkah i want a brand new mario Kart. Oh. that's what that's oh, what okay. wants. <laughs> that's what i want you know how i feel about this you know how i feel like the content they've been releasing for this mario kart 8 and already how old game again excuse me can, can we remind ourselves again 2014 so yeah eight years Almost 10 years eight yeah. years an eight-year-old game they could have made a full entire game with that dlc yeah the the but like let's let's dive it in so we got we got dlc for a couple games we got dlc for mario kart looks okay we got dlc free dlc for um for the soccer game okay that that game oh, was kind ooh. of not a game that i'm very needs needs soccer yeah need needs more wasn't DLC. wasn't a great the, game the dlc and, was the dlc was literally more characters and more gear again that's not enough to save that game Mace, I'm I didn't. Sorry. Yeah, lost I lost you for a minute, but but I but I imagine that you are making fun of Mario Strikers. And yes, then, I was. And then we I got, was saying that DLC is not enough to save that game. I mean, it's it's. It, here's the thing. I'm happy that the game's getting it. And yes, the the we're getting a cute little monkey. Yeah, we're, we're getting yes, we're getting, we're getting Paulina. We're getting a new course. We're getting uh, Diddy Kong. And then additionally, too, we're also getting Mario Sports DLC or the Wii Sports DLC, which I mean, it looks good. It it, it, it that one looks okay. Um, so we got, we got games with three, three DLC packs coming. And on top of that too, we're also getting some Xenoblade DLC. So DLC for four games. Okay. That's Mm -hmm. fine. We also get a Wii U game being ported to the Nintendo switch, which is Kirby coming next year. It's a good, that's a good game. Yeah. That's a, it's a good game. I love that game. Don't get me wrong, but you know, again, yeah, it's, it's a good game. We're getting a release date for breath of the wild two or tears of whatever, which is next May. We knew that... Great name for the game, by the way. I do oh, like great the name. name. I will say great that. Great name. 
It, but Better we knew than this just was Breath coming. Of the Wild too. No, yes. and and I think the last two things we got a Pikmin Four reveal, amazing, 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 and we got we got um, a Fire Emblem Fire. reveal, which is coming out next spring. All great stuff. Which that game actually looks very yeah. good from a Fire Emblem like super fan. I actually really like the art style for this, and I do pre- like it. It's kind of a sequel to the Shadow Dragon. Um, so I don't know if you guys have ever played that game, the original game with Marth. Uh, it had a three. Uh, I believe it was a DS. Yeah, movie. DS. Yeah, Shadow um, Dragon. Couldn't game. tell you. So, but so I am excited for this. But one. I know a lot of people aren't. All like, I can tell you is like, that oh, that game seemed like Emblem, a but... big fan service kind of thing going on there because they're pulling that whole like gambit where you can summon the spirits of famous Fire Emblem characters from past games to help you out. I like that. Yeah, and and uh, get me grail. And, and I'll say this: we sound like very only pessimistic. if they give me if yeah. only if they give me Ike's father. Give me grail, but give we sound grail. very pessimistic. We sound like we literally sound like Boston <laughs> and, uh, Sports Radio, and I threw hate it away. Boston Sports Radio. Um, but the thing I would say is, if we really boil it down, that was all the Nintendo content that was really there. And I, I, I think I'm, I'm scratching. If I, if I missed anything, let me know. Bayonetta. Yeah, but Bayonetta, but again, but, but we knew that's we coming. We knew that was coming. Like that's, that was that's, a trailer. That's already on the docket. Yeah. Yeah. It's that was basically a just tells, hey, by the way, this is coming. Yeah, it's the same thing with the Mario Rabbits. Like that's the though that was those four, well, we the have four DLC for both of those and games. the and the and the three games. One of them being a Wii U Wii U port. You get the Nintendo sixty four stuff. But again, that's not. See, here's my problem with that. They're they're adding content to it. Great, fantastic. I'm glad they are, but they're adding like Mario Party games, and they just released Super Mario Party, which is essentially an amalgamation of all those old games because all the mini games were remade. I I Miss, on, are you crapping saying, on the original Nintendo? No, I'm not. Party? I'm just saying they're trying to they're trying to make that like the big selling point, and I just don't see it. I I think it, are you clear? Are you running out and getting the expansion pass so we can play Mario Parties one, two, and three together? Yes. online. If we can play online with that game, that actually would be pretty. No, fun. you're no, not going to do it. Don't no, because they made Mario Party like all superstars or whatever, which is the which is the first three games like remastered. So why would you why would you run out and get that? The thing that's more that's entertaining my point. for like, me what is a, like I. Goldeneye. Tim's right. That's my point. Like I love those games. We grew up with those games. Those are classics, but they've remastered them in one that was made for the Switch. It kind of just seems kind of moo. And then, you know, the nail in the coffin, yeah, uh, GoldenEye's coming to it, but it's also coming to Game Pass. Yeah, and the only thing that's weird is that the online part of GoldenEye is exclusive to to Switch. That's what I read later on. Oh, it, it's exclusive to Switch. That's interesting. That's, that, or at least that's what, that's what the press release... The press release doesn't talk about an online component for the for the uh xbox version but the xbox I version find it very hard to believe that there would not be an online component in the xbox version yeah we'll have to wait and see but the thing is the xbox version they did say that one is going to be 4k and come with achievements it as of this moment there's it's only i take the multiplayer though yeah i'll take the multiplayer well, we'll have to wait and see yeah. though because again i would find it very hard to believe that the xbox one would not get a multiplayer option the the thing though that I kind of want to go back to, and I I kind of want to end it on this because we do have the PlayStation Showcase to talk about, but I think that as I get older, I sound like a curmudgeon where I'm very much like, okay, this yeah, just look at Bill and I, we're thirty years yeah. old, we're old curmudgeon. Really so are you point. drinking a yeah. diet coke? Uh, no, it's actually a black cherry seltzer. Okay, 
I was like, <laughs> oh nice. <laughs> nice. I was like, nice. He, went, he went that route. Nice. I don't drink diet coke. Nice. The um, the thing. If I would... I'm going, if I'm going with soda, I'm going all in, baby. Give me all that sugar. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Give me the diabetes. Hell yeah, dude. I you know A and W root beer all the way. But I'll say this: mm. in in regards to I think getting older, I sound very kind of brutal because I'm just like, okay, you know, it, this and that. And there's probably a lot of people that are super super excited after this after this press conference, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's fantastic. I, but I'm looking at it from perspective of like maybe just very pessimistic where I'm hoping that it's going to be the best thing since sliced bread and I'm hoping that I get everything I want and that never happens. But if I'm being a realist and just saying, okay, we got a, a new Fire Emblem game, a, we got an, a pigment announcement, which is, which is, it, 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 we did see a picture, but outside of that, we just got a release date. So it's probably coming out next holiday, if anything. And we got a Wii U remake and we got a release date and we got some DLC upgrades. All of that in 40 minutes it kind of felt like a little bit on the on the disappointment side to me, but that's just my ultimate take. Um, as a big Nintendo fan, I always hope for the best, but I'm also just looking at this from a from a you know just a, a generic view, and I I kind of see it as like a six point eight of a press conference uh, or a direct. Um, after all that, yeah. going through Maze, what are you what are your take? I was gonna say sidebar. Uh, Pikmin three that was on the Switch, correct? Yes. Did we ever get, like, a remaster of the first two for Switch? No. We didn't get that, did we? No. See, that's wild to me, because for me, Pikmin 4 would have been a big one had I played the first three. I have not. And I've always said that I would if they gave us, like, some sort of remaster for the Switch of 1 and 2. And I'm shocked they haven't done that. Pig- Pigment 3, you can you can really... Pigment 2, and Billy, correct me if I'm wrong, Pigment 2, I remember playing down the GameCube way back. That, I think, is the best one. Followed by Pigment yeah. Three, followed by Pigment One. But Pigment Three, yep. if you get a chance, Maze, um, I'll let you borrow Pigment Three. It is a great game. It is a fantastic game. But is it's it one of the, very I don't have short. to play the first two. No, you don't need um, to play the first two. No, they give you like a synopsis. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I mean, see, that's I my mean, thing. You, you I, know I think who Pigment would have had more of an impact me had I played the first three games. He's great. I love Olimar and Louis and. No, it looks like a definitely it's a fun game, and I'm sad that I missed out on those back then. But yeah, like I said, like it, it doesn't have the same factor for me as like something else would have had. They announced like another Mario game or something of that nature. But Maze, it sounds like a you problem. Yeah, you're right. It is. It, it, I, I'm gonna be real though. I'm with Maze. I just wish they. I wish they announced something back pocket outside of Pigment Four because we we already knew Pigment Four was in development. This is the first time we've actually been confirmed that it's been in development. So I I was hoping for like one more thing, uh, and and I I don't think I got that. But Billy, what do you, what is your final take on this? Where's my. Uh... I guess the question is, is where's my Metroid trilogy remake? Yeah, I was going to say that the entire internet promised me. Tell me that you're not disappointed that we got nothing on Metroid. I am disappointed that we didn't get anything Metroid. I didn't see anything that Retro has been working on for the past, like, I don't know, three years. Um, (laughs) Has it been three years since they rebooted the entire thing? I don't know. It's been a while. Well, I I know they were working on it. Then they had to reboot it and they gave it to Retro. Well, I think think about it. It's been almost five years since the Switch was released. They had announced it with the Switch launching, and then about two years or three years into development, they stopped, gave it a retro. So retro's been working on it for a long time. Okay, so it was announced with that. Switch came out, what, 2017? 
I want to say the the announcement yes? to no. move back to to the switch. The, Give me the, the date. The, the 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 date to move back was in uh, winter of of 2019. So to move to move Metroid Prime Four back to whatever was um, oh. almost four years ago. Sorry, Ellie's getting me almost, some milk. It's almost four years um, ago. So yeah. So, 2019 January game. was was around the time February because I was at a Dunkin' Donuts drive through in Rochester, New York, and Love I remember swearing. I remember getting probably swearing. I, I remember get I remember texting Billy. It was like seven in the morning when when uh, Wario six ruining my day or at, at seven a.m. Yeah, I actually Billy, no that that wasn't a ruin of the day because I knew that Metroid was going back into capable hands. So I was okay with that. I think the world was actually okay with it. It was like the one time where a, a delay was, was a accepted yeah, I, by the fans. Yeah, and, I, actually, and it, it was. What makes go ahead? I was gonna say it was the one time a delay was actually met with uh, celebration. Yeah. Well, especially well, with Metroid. Because yeah, well, Metroid with Metroid with time, a franchise of that caliber. Yes. And I and I really yeah. want to kind of drive this home. I believe that Metroid Four was always a placeholder. And it, I believe it was announced, I could be wrong, but I believe it was announced in summer of like 2018 or summer of the, around that time because it was announced at E3. And I believe it was announced around the same time as Metroid Samus Returns. And Metroid Samus Returns, they kind of came out coinciding because it's like, oh, we're starting with Metroid Samus Returns. But don't worry, Metroid Prime 4 is in development. Metroid Samus Returns came out came out on the 3DS, and then Metroid Prime 4 came out following. So and, here's my question uh, while we're on this topic. Uh, since it literally has been, what, four years since we've gotten anything on Metroid? Do well, we, we, start... we, we got the... Last year, we got the new Metroid game. But no, no I, mean Metroid, I mean Metroid 4. Metroid 4, yeah. specifically. The Prime, the Prime The Prime series. series. Do we start getting a little bit concerned there that there's literally been nothing about it at all? No. Like, we've had not even a tidbit of info. To, to be honest, I have a feeling they're holding that... This is my prediction. I think they're holding that game for the next announcement. Yeah. Or next release of their next major Yeah, I, 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 I also want to get your guys' you take really on this. You really think so? Because there's, like, I nothing think on the horizon like a... about another Switch or a yeah. new console entirely. I have a feeling this thing is a powerhouse. Yeah, Miz, like Miz, I, I, was, I was watching this press conference, and I was... And this is just me. I could well, yeah, be, you said it. I, you said, I said it. felt it, like it, uh, the Wii U. If it, it reminds me not so much of the it, it I was thinking about this later not so much of the Wii U but it reminds me of kind of like late stage late stage like 3DS kind of where they're still releasing games and and they're still kind of not acknowledging the next system but you know that the next system is coming and the Wii U also did this too where I, I think that also going back I think it was the Wii U that I said and, and and that is kind of more accurate but kind of them holding back some games so when the new system releases, they'll be right there. We know that there's a new system in the works. People have so talked about it. That being said, is this kind of one of those things where you guys would say, I shouldn't buy the special edition Pokemon OLED Switch? See, I don't know about that. I have a feeling that... Because that um, would be my biggest concern. Upgrading to my To be Switch honest, Maze, and then, Maze hmm? this is my advice for the OLED. There will be a switch oled 
that or some sort of special edition switch that launches with breath of the wild next year or the sequel get that one because that one will be far superior but would you say at that point though even pushing it back further would it be worthwhile though because if there's so much uh you know it's up to you, man. Yeah, I, I, I know, that's, I honestly, that's, that would be it, my biggest concern, is I always would be afraid to buy that, and then all of a sudden the next console gets announced. Like, well, it's, fuck it's, me. It's honestly, here's the thing. It's not, I, I think, and maybe this is me being very, very bad and, and unaware. $350 is a lot of money. I'm not saying it's not. But $350 for a system that you're going to be playing a lot over the next course of the year. Because think about it. No matter what, the new Switch isn't going to come out next March. A new Switch maybe next next summer, but my guess is that a new Switch would, if it were to launch, would launch closer to holiday of 2023, if that were to make mm-hmm. sense. That's so, still like a very short period of time, though, to get uh, you know the OLED model when they do inevitably release a special edition for Breath of the Wild, or sorry, Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, and, and um, but who knows? I mean, for instance, like the OLED launched with, I believe, Metroid Dread came out right around the same time as the OLED this this past time. I think it was like the same week. Yeah, so right? so wouldn't shock me if this turn and Nintendo's done this in the past, and I don't think Nintendo's gonna ditch the Nintendo Switch. I think though that there's gonna be a more powerful Nintendo Switch that that they're going to call like the switch pro or whatever and they're going to release a couple games with it on day one similar to the how the new d new 3ds worked which was not very good how they marketed that but you know how xenoblade chronicles 3d was was like Mm -hmm. you can only play it on that platform i have a feeling that that will be the same thing or they'll have a more powerful version of metroid and they'll have a dumbed down version of metroid because that install base of the amount of people that own the nintendo switch is too huge for nintendo just yeah, to give up to just abandon yeah no i know but you know us being the nintendo fanatics that we are i would be a little bit peeved if i dropped the money on an oled and then like nine months later oh hey by the way here's actually the next iteration of the console that's what happens and, and you know what means I, I love you to death i i love you love you love you but it would ju- and i'm saying this out of out of kindness it would literally be just your luck like you would be the person to buy a nintendo switch and then the and next, day, next day like it, it would yeah. be announced and, and know. you yeah. know that too I, well. I know that's why i don't buy these like upgraded consoles i never do well Miz, to make you feel better if you do purchase the one in november I guarantee that there will not be a new Switch that comes out by Christmas. So you have a whole month with the OLED before any news breaks before that January Direct. So imagine you'll be, you'll that. Be imagine if they month. did a winter Christmas direct. Will be saved. Like we're doing a direct oh, right. right before the holidays. Christmas more. Christmas well, morning. Well, you see, I would hope it's... that if they do one like right before January, because this is coming out in March. And they announced that it's on the horizon. That would be very nice of them, and I would hold off. Or if they give me a general uh, timeline of when we could see a new, brand new, like iteration of the Switch, not just an OLED model, that would be nice because that would be informed, and then I could make the decision: Do I want yeah. that, or but, do I wait? You know, the problem too, Maze, with this uh, Pokemon Switch is that even if you do want it, you got to make a quick decision. That you have to make a decision pretty quickly 
so you can secure a pre-order to get it because you're not even going to be able to find it. No, you know what? I think you just sold me though because if they do, and they probably will, not even probably, they will have a special edition for uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. That's the one I want. Okay, so that one would be probably badass. Yeah, that, that one. I, I that one would like, be. I'm the just one. thinking of the master sword on the backplate of it, and you've sold me already. Yeah, and and this one, I think this one is okay. We talked about it. I thought I thought it was just a little loud, but let's let's dive yes. in. The the other thing mm-hmm. I want to announce, um, guys, let's move off of Nintendo and onto the state of play because we're running long here. So, mm-hmm. um, we had the state of play later this afternoon. And additionally, too, Billy also mentioned Tokyo Game Show is also this week. Additionally, too, we just had the Disney press conference. So there's a whole bunch of video game reviews. Ubisoft, too. Ubisoft Forward. What was announced in the Ubisoft Forward? They had, like... um, They talked about Skull and Bones, uh, Mirage, the new Assassin's Creed game. It's at uh, Feudal Japan. There's that red one. Um, It's... I don't know the name of that one. Hmm. Is Uh, this the Assassin's Creed I get back into? Feudal Japan? probably yeah the, the, the problem too with that though is that there's so many of those feudal japan style open world oh games we're literally now. about to talk about one. Oh, yeah <laughs> and another one that's coming down the pike as well that it's they're in a tough position now to make a fucking kick-ass game i know they have the background for valhalla and i love valhalla um, even though we didn't beat it but i like ghost of Tsushima better that's be true real. ghost of Tsushima was a phenomenal game so they have to like live up to Ghosts and Neo and Sekiro. It's going to be tough. Yeah. The... All right. Well, Tim, take us down the list. Tell us what yeah, we got. Let's okay. Go. So, so let's just go through let's the go let's Sony. go through the Ubisoft forward real quick. Okay. We're, we're on right. this. Let's let's kick out these in Disney right now because I I would just want to quickly talk about these and then let's move on. This a uh, this a uh, a uh, uh, heavy rapid fire rapid fire. Form. Okay. Go, so go, go Ubisoft forward. Um, it started off with Brawlhalla. We got to see Castlevania co- characters come to Brawlhalla. Then we got to see Mario and Rabbids. This was really cool. And the reason why I'm mentioning this is because unlike today. In that uh, Ubisoft Forward, we got to see one thing, and that is that there's post-game DLC for this game, and it includes three DLCs, and one of them includes Rayman. So Rayman's making his first appearance in Mario Rabbids, so this will be fun. Then we got to see Skull and Bones, um, so you got to see a trailer for that. Then from there, we got to see Division the Heartland, which is a new um, game coming uh soon i don't know the release date for that um additionally to the division resurgence is coming this fall in the closed beta format and rainbow six mobile uh is getting a closed beta test this fall um i was excited about that additionally too this is the part of the show here's that this is my thing this is the part i don't care about uh uh, uh ubisoft has a um a deal with netflix and that includes an Assassin's Creed show, additionally to some more games coming to uh, Netflix, such as um, Mighty Quest, Assassin's Creed, as well as Valiant Hearts. I believe it, those going to be animes or live action. No, those are games. So you can play like they're, they're putting the whole game on Netflix. Yeah, so you could play. I uh, see. I didn't watch this. Oh shit! I thought they were going to make like an Assassin's Creed show. No, so like, and these are mobile games. So you can play Valiant oh, Hearts on your phone if you open up the Netflix app. <laughs> oh, so, hey, Valiant uh, Hearts is a great. Oh, game. it's a great That's game. A good it's game. a great game. No, I'm just thinking of Assassin's Creed Mobile. And there's also okay. an Assassin's Creed TV show coming to Netflix. That's another. Let's thing. hope That's it does things, better than the movie. That's where things get confusing. Um, there's also. 
Trackmania, which is coming in early 2023, Just Dance, which is coming, and additionally to Assassin's Creed Mirage, um, the, which is you play as young Basim before Valhalla, and it takes place in Baghdad. It's narrative-driven, and it takes back to Assassin's Creed roots, so less of a of a RPG element. And is it, this the mobile one, or is this a whole other game? No, that's a whole new game. So Assassin's Creed Mirage oh, okay. is a whole new game. Okay. Assassin's Creed Mobile, they didn't really talk about, but Assassin's Creed Mirage is a whole new that's game. That's fine. We don't need to and know then about they, that. And then they also talked about Assassin's Creed Valhalla, the last DLC. And then the open world game, um, the mobile game, open world mobile game, um, is Assassin's Creed um, Codename Jade, which is um, a open world mobile Assassin's Creed game. And there's Codename Red, which is the next big flagship Assassin's Creed title, which actually, Billy, is taking place in feudal Japan. So That's the one. Yeah. yeah so, I, I, and on top of that, too, there's also <laughs> Assassin's Creed Codename Hex, which is the following one, which is made by Ubisoft Montreal. So, yes, they're making um, they're making like eight Assassin's Creed games. That's pretty really, much all you need really, to know. Really, really, uh, grasping on Assassin's Creed here, aren't they? Yeah. So there's like here's what you need to know with Assassin's Creed. There's in this year you're gonna get the last DLC for Valhalla. Next year you're gonna get Assassin's Creed Mirage, and then in the horizon you're gonna see the Netflix thing, the Netflix TV show. Um, the Jade game on mobile, and that which takes place in feudal um, in in China, and then Codename Bread and Codename Hex, each one made by different studios, one in feudal Japan, and the other one we don't know about, and that's coming to Assassin's Creed Infinity, Infinity, um, soon. A lot of Assassin's Creeds. I'm confused. Maze. <laughs> y- y- all you the need to know. Love it. All you need to know is that Assassin's Creed is on the horizon. That's. Okay. Yeah. Good. <laughs> get your hail bay, hail bin ready. Yeah. So so get ready. Get you sharpen your sharpen your hitter blades, boys, because it's coming in fast and hard. <laughs> I here's the thing. They just kept going. Like like I I like like with all the Assassin's Creed stuff. I'm just like, can you can you just please stop at this point? <laughs> they're really they're really banking on this. And if Assassin's Creed fails, what do they have? <laughs> Watchdog legions. And let me just go through the. Um, you tell me, Maze. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. I've never Great played Watchdogs. Great game. You love Watchdogs. And, and let I me just go through dogs. the Disney showcase real quick, <laughs> so we're not missing anything. And then we'll touch to Sony. So this is a crazy freaking week with video game news. Um, so the Disney Marvel showcase. I'm going to be honest, Billy. The Disney reveals at D23. The park stuff was better than than i believe this i I, i'm a d23 member so i'm i'm fully on board um he's fully involved he's fully invested i'm fully involved a hundred dollars has got him um so the disney game showcase kicked off with tron by bithel this game's coming to steam we don't really know too much how that one look i love tron um disney illusion island which is made by uh dna is the same group that made um battletoads on the xbox game pass it's coming in 2023. This game looks really good. It stars Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Donald Duck, and Goofy. Then Midnight Suns, which is the Fraxis Marvel game, comes on December 2nd. They announced a couple mobile games. Then they announced Aliens Dark Descent, which is kind of a a uh, Fraxis kind of XCOM enemy unknown, but Aliens. They announced new characters coming to LEGO Skywalker Saga. They announced Gargoyles Remastered. 
And then they ended the show by talking about Avatar Reckoning, which is a new game coming soon, as well as um, it, it's a mobile um, R- M- MMO RPG shooter and mo- and uh, Disney Speedstorm. So Disney Speedstorm, at least with the way in which I view it, is it's the sequel to Mickey Speedway USA. And they showed off some characters there. They showed off Mike Wazowski, or not Mike Wazowski, Sully driving through monsters, um, the monsters course. And lastly, to Marvel, a new Marvel game by Skydance Media. So Amy Henning, and we don't really know too much about this. Yeah, but there's uh, it's it stars Black Panther, it stars um, uh, Captain America, Bucky, and the Agent. What's her name? Maze. I'm blocking on her name. Agent Carter. Oh, yes. Yeah. So it's it's it, and that was pretty much it. Then there was a mobile Disney game. Wasn't a very good showcase, but we did get to see that one big announcement in the end. So that was kind of cool. And I also am excited for Speedstorm because I like the Disney dream. You love Disney. I love Disney. I love Disney. But Cut the shit. This, You'll love but this was a disappointment. How about those Disney cards? When were those released? Those TCG uh, those aren't released what, to the public yet so new they they announced them but they you're getting that right oh yeah dude yeah i'm collecting you're gonna collect those you're gonna get all of them yeah those look great the artwork on that is phenomenal oh, it's kick ass that. i think it's called lou lorcana locana lucario lucario um but guys <laughs> let's let's talk about the meat and potatoes of this because we're going long and i really want to talk about the sony trailer or the sony the sony state of play I've been talking for a while, but let's let's continue this, and then I want to hear you guys what your thoughts are on this. So the Sony State of Play kind of came out this afternoon, out of the blue. We heard about it yesterday. Got a couple of reveals. First, Tekken 8 was revealed. So Tekken 8 is coming to Xbox Series S and X as well, as well as Steamed, but we do know that the game is coming, so that was kind of cool. Um, from there, we got, uh, and, and of course, at the end, we got uh, God of War. Um, which is which was kind of cool, but that's that's at the end. Uh, but after that, we got some PSVR games. So we got Tales from Galaxy's Edge Enhanced Edition, which is coming to PSVR two, as well as Demo coming to PSVR two. From there, we got my game of the show and my game of the week, uh, which was Yakuza uh, Ishin Like a Dragon, which is coming February twenty twenty three. Go and check out this trailer; it is amazing. Uh, from here. Pacific Drive, which is coming 2023 to uh, to PS5. This game looks kind of fun. Reminded me of Ghostbusters. I don't know why, but uh, I think it was the guy. The fact that it looked odd. Yeah, look cool. Guy was driving a station wagon. Then they announced PlayStation Stars, which will roll out in late September in Asian territories, and then following in the U.S. territories. This was cool. It was like you get by doing certain accomplishments, you get like models and in like digital models of shit. And they showed off the monkey from Ape Escape. So. That's that's how they got me. Yeah, they immediately they knew I was watching that because they know once they show that monkey, I'm going for him. What will you ha- What will you do to get that monkey, Billy? What will you do? I'd I'd get that platinum and Elden Ring again. Hell yeah! I do a second run. Hell yeah! Wipe oh. my file and go for it. <laughs> because Sony told me to. Because <laughs> they told me. To. Then then they announced um, the Billy gets like a handwritten letter in the mail from the president of Sony. It's like Billy, we'll give you this model. But here's what you have to do. You have to be all the Dark Souls games back to back, which would be a oh, little hard. Jesus. Um, then Sin One Duality, <laughs> which is coming in 2023. That game's also coming to Xbox. 
Project Eve, which is actually now called Stellar Blade, which is exclusive to PlayStation 5. That's coming in 2023. Rise of the Ronin, which I think looks absolutely incredible. This game uh, was revealed by Team Ninja. It's a PlayStation 5 console exclusive coming in 2024. And then lastly, we got to see more God of War ending with the, or actually beginning, but ending with a great trailer, but beginning with a new DualSense wireless controller, which is coming on um, November 9th, same day as the game. And it's blue and white and has some wolves on it. But guys, that was, that's pretty much all the news this week. It was crazy. It was wild. What do you think was? Um, what do you think about this show, Bill? We'll go to I you. I really liked it. I mean, there are some really good exclusives coming um, in the future, but they're pretty far out. Like the Ronin game uh, looked phenomenal. It's very far out. I was very happy to see the um, the Yakuza game coming so soon. I had no idea that was coming because uh, I because I believe this is the prequel. This is is this one different than the other one that they announced? Um, like the mainline one, because I know that these guys they're doing a, a separate press conference, um, showing some of their games, and I'm sure that the one that they announced here at the show will be shown there as well. Yeah, team. Um, I don't know. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure about that. About Team Ninja doing a separate showcase. Are you talking about Team Ninja? Or are you talking about? Uh, no, I'm talking about the um, the Yakuza game oh, that was announced. Yeah, they're this doing is a like separate the prequel. Yeah. But this is there's also the Yakuza Eight, so I think this is two separate things. Both look great, um, and I really like the Project Eve game that turned out to be that other title. Um, that one just blows me away with what they're doing with that game. Um, it looks like a Square Enix title almost. Yeah, that one. That one looks. That one looks really good. I think everyone's been. Uh, like across the internet the combat looks phenomenal in that game yeah um, it looked like uh it looked like final fantasy 7 kind of thing that that meets near automata a bit um so i'm looking forward to that and then the god of war looked great i i'm i really like that new design for the controller unfortunately i already have a controller but it may be nice to pick up a second one just well you have out. my second controller but i need to get i need to get a uh if you get that one then i could have my second controller back because i i you have two controllers one at your place yeah i always like getting a special edition i had the uh the darth vader special edition dual shock 4 when that released and the one thing i will kind of say is that is that this game this is kind of weird because and and excuse me because i was just looking that up is the Rio Rio Gao studio the the people that make Yakuza the mm-hmm. this game is not Yakuza 8 so it is yeah, no, no, at, at least as of it's now so, weird. so this game on September 14th so or so i believe it might be tomorrow so we might be we might be out of luck but the stream Another, some more news yeah at 11 a.m. so tomorrow tomorrow Jesus. at at 9 a.m. Base, get your clock out because we're gonna probably hear more about Ichiban, and uh, in oh, their we're live getting more stream. details. On oh, we're getting more one. details about about Yakuza Eight, which is their live stream. They mentioned that at the PlayStation press conference. We do know. I believe this was probably the big reveal, and I believe that this game will probably come out before then. But straight up, I love the Yakuza series. I played Yakuza Kiwami, great game. 
like a dragon i loved i'm really excited for this ishin game and this makes me want to go back and play some of the other yakuza games i know i need to play judgment i have that all booted mm. up uh but i'll probably wait a little bit while getting hooking up my tv and everything maybe i'll play that this fall but yeah i i'm i'm amazed what did you think about this you heard all about what billy and i thought about this mm-hmm. what did you think definitely more content here i think more games i'd be excited about i mean they had me at like a dragon yeah but that's not a sony title i know but still i love that series that's gonna be on your xbox that's gonna be on everything eh, i don't care they have me I, there but you know i mean you care when it's nintendo yeah but you don't give a shit about Sony stuff. <laughs> I, I, you I expect think... you expect IP from Nintendo, and you get pissed off when they don't give it to you. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't expect IP from Sony. That's why they have such lower standards I mean, for me. There's the thing, but even with this press conference, though, is pretty much every game here, like the the um, Yakuza game, that's not a Sony title. The ones that are the PlayStation exclusive, two of them we already knew about. Yeah. Project Eve, we knew. And then the God of War we already knew. Yeah, we and, only got really the Ronin game, which looks great. Yeah, and, but that's pretty much it. And, and this is and why stars like, you already knew. Yeah, and, and and going back to the main thing, this is why I would give this one like like a low sevens, like a seven point one. And the only reason why I get rated high but or higher than the Nintendo one is because going in oh, this Yakuza. press this press conference wasn't meant to be as as big they've done a couple of these throughout the year they did one back in in june they've done these kind of periodically this was 20 minutes so this was quick in quick out but going back to billy the reason why this kind of goes actually even maybe even lower than that but in that nintendo range where it was a little it was a little underwhelming is because afterwards you begin to realize that the majority of these games are on other platforms outside of those two which ronin looked absolutely fantastic and to me outside of obviously the yakuza one was the star of the show but like Maze, like billy said we don't know if this game's coming to place or coming to xbox but the one thing we do know is that this ronin game is exclusive and that to me is why this pushes a little bit above a seven because that game looked absolutely phenomenal so um and, and but outside of that the big thing was like god of war like god of war at the end i'm like I've already seen this. I just get more gameplay. Yes, it's going to be probably the game of the year, but I- I'm ready for. I'm ready for it. I just it, the, the give it to me. Give it to me. Just inject it into my. We're, we're good with the yeah. We're good with the the trailers. Yeah, the trailers look spectacular. I almost don't want to see much more of it because I'm yeah. ready to play it. Yeah, I don't want to get. Because if I see too much, I'm going to be spoiled, and it's not going to mean as much. I mean, it still will be. It's going to be a great game. What am I saying? Oh yeah, but I, I'm ready for it. Give it to me. Just inject it right into my eyeballs. But guys, let's let's dive into games coming out this week because we are running long. So first thing, games coming out this week. We got Little Orpheus. This is an iOS game that was on the Apple Arcade. This game is coming to more platforms, pretty much everything on September 13, 2022. We have Scourge Bringer coming to iOS and Android on September 13th. Various Day Life, which was that game announced during the show. This game is coming to Switch and PC today. Then 13, the remake is coming out today. You suck at parking coming out tomorrow. And yes, I do suck at parking. Uh, Bear and <laughs> Breakfast. Like an attack. Yeah. <laughs> Bear and <laughs> Breakfast, which is coming out on Switch on Thursday, Thursday, the 15th. Then Metal Hell yes. Singer, 
which is coming out on Thursday as well, or September 15th as well. PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S and PC. That game's coming to Game Pass. I'm excited for that. Out, Outer Wilds coming to PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X on September 15th. Splitgate is coming to more consoles on September 15th, 2022. Wayward Strand is coming to PlayStation 5, Xbox, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC on September 15th. And Return to Monkey Island, probably one of the biggest ones this week, Switch to P- Switch and PC on September tw- uh, September 17th. Is there any games this week that kind of interest you, Billy? I think you're going to pick that various day life game, right? Yeah, I wasn't going to say it, but that's really the only game on there, that Square Enix title. Anytime a Square Enix title drops, I'm like, what'd you just do? Over over I Metal Hellsinger? Billy's wallet must be screaming right now after the Nintendo Direct. Over, over what, Tim? What Metal Hellsinger? That one looks really good. That, that would look, and Baron Breakfast? Baron Breakfast also looks good. The, these games are good. It's just you can only play so much. I, I'm also working on Xeno right now. I don't have. Oh, yeah. I would are. love to open up a Baron Breakfast. but So let's dive right into that. And Maze, real quick, because I, I feel rude. What's, what's the game that you're most excited in that list? Is it Baron Breakfast? Yeah, bear breakfast. Be- you had I'm, you had maize at the bear and breakfast. <laughs> a berries and cream, o- like berries and cream pancakes or something. Oh, dude, you had me at that. I'm like I'm hairy like a bear, so you know I feel uh, an attachment to it. There we go. There we go. Okay, I I um I'm probably with maize. I think bear and breakfast. Although looking back at that list, I'm I'm also hmm, metal hell singer. I'm going metal hell singer. Okay, so with that being said, Billy, Zeno, what's going on there? What games are you playing this week? I'm just doing Zeno. I'm just charging through it, trying to get farther into the game. I'm on Chapter 4. Um, what else can be said? Mazes talked about this in length. I'm doing the same thing. Love this game. Probably best JRPG of the year, for sure. Um, do, do love Live Alive. It's competing directly with that. Um is it better than last year's JRPG of the year? I don't know. What that was, was last year's J- JRPG of the year? Shimigami Tensei Five. Ooh. Um, I don't know if it's good. If it's as good, I like. I think I like the gameplay of that better. Um, but I do. I do like the story arc of this game, and I hear the story goes off the rails uh, towards the end of the game, as May said. So I'm looking forward to the end of the game. So, May, did you like the ending? Oh, I loved the ending, and I can't wait for the DLC. We can kind of roll into you, because you finished Yeah, yeah, what's going oh, on? Oh, I beat it. I I have completed Xenoblade. And you loved it. I did. Is it better than 2? I don't know. <laughs> I gotta Who's be honest. Tell me, Maze. Tell me. I loved that. I loved it. But I gotta be honest with you. I almost feel like I did love the characters of Xenoblade 2 more. I loved Rex and the crew. Not to say that this was a bad game, but I just... You love. I don't you know. Love you kind of remind me of Rex, a little bit. Do I? I could see it. Yeah, because just it's like the just being the guy that lives on the back of a, a giant dragon. No, Maze reminds me of the of of the. Oh, Rick, the Ricky, yeah. the gnome pond. Yeah, of course you were really calling the gnome pond. <laughs> <laughs> Rex, Rex. <laughs> um. Hero, all that you're aside, a hero um, you're the hero all that aside, all I can say, Bill, is is you're in for a treat because the end of this game, there are some, there are some things that happen in the like the final like hour of the game, and you know in true JRPG fashion, that final boss battle is like an hour and a half between the 
There's multiple <laughs> stages and the cutscenes. I'm in looking between. forward to it. But the ending of it is a treat. The stuff that they show, oh, I, I absolutely lost it at the end. Did you cry? There was a few tears. There was a few okay. tears. So, um, so it's that good. But you, you'll understand. You haven't met uh, the character that really sets it off, sets the gears turning. Mm-hmm. What uh, chapter do I encounter said I, character? I'm trying not to say anything without. I mean, have you have you seen glimpses of both both queens? Don't 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 spoil it for me. Well, I'm not. I'm not no. trying. I'm just. Asking, have you seen glimpses of both queens? Like you know, there's a queen of Agnes and a queen of Kevis. I haven't seen the other queen yet. I've only seen the one queen of Kevis. So uh, the the one in the beginning of the game that has the wings on her head. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the queen of Kevis. You haven't met the queen of Agnes yet. Okay. When you yeah. meet her, it's all going to start clicking. And you're gonna, okay. you, you'll you'll see it immediately, and you'll be like, "What the actual hell?" I'm looking um, forward to that. But yeah, this was a great game. I enjoyed it. Um, I'm actually still kind of going through it because post game. Are you playing a, it? Are you still playing it right now? So post game, there's a few things you can get a few more heroes that you can't get until you've beaten the final boss, which add a little bit more to the story, because they're characters that we all know and love, and I won't say anything more than that. Their characters you're familiar with, and they give you a little bit more backstory, which I love and I want. And now, Maze, what do you think about that new hero that was gonna, that's going to be added with the DLC? Are you? I are, saw that. I don't know if it's enough to bring me back back immediately. I kind of just want the new story DLC to utilize it because right now I'm playing it, and I'm like all level eighty, and this is you know this is one of those games where you can't go back into the game and it be like post the final boss it places you right back where you were you know pre-final boss oh i don't like that but you'll understand when you see the story there's no physical way they can do it and you'll understand what i mean so i give them that there's literally no way they can with a story okay um and it's just like you know i'm still unlocking heroes and here i'm saying there's really not much more for me to do i'm honestly just playing through these missions which are way below my level just because I want the extra story content and I'm enjoying it because it's giving me a little bit more tidbits uh, because honestly the DLC other than adding other heroes and cosmetics uh, and costumes and stuff there's really not much and I'm just going for that but that aside this was a great game fun ride it took me 86 hours damn so I'm honestly not sure where damn. 150 ever came from that's like a full completionist with Every single side quest. Okay, because they made it really seem like maxing out like, your character. Okay, that's they like, made it seem like it'd like be worth a full... hundred just playing the the story, yeah. which is not so the you, case. No, so your character can get to level ninety nine before yes. it caps out. So if if you say your character is level eighty and you haven't finished all the side quests and maxed out all the classes, that's like a full completionist run. Yeah, they said the average person's finishing it anywhere from fifty. I've heard people from fifty five or fifty to. 90 hours ballpark range that's a little long so, it's a long ass game dude 50 is like kind of average for a jrpg and then you know you get northwards of 60 then you're really getting on the long side it's, otherwise it's a, i digress it's a, it's a beast to get no into. it is but it was a fun ride i there wasn't a moment during that game where i felt the need to put it down or i was getting bored i was enjoying it all the way through i love the characters i love the story like i said already the ending got me um but, you know, 
fantastic what they did you know it's still xenoblade through and through they added some new mechanics that kind of give it a little bit you know fresh coat of paint while not changing too much of it i mean bill's experienced it with the class system which i think adds a lot to it because it doesn't just end with like in xenoblade 2 with you getting a few new blades and just you know playing around with it um you have six characters you have a multitude of heroes i'm sure you've looked at the hero screen before and you can see there's like what a good there's like 20 there's like 20 heroes yeah and you know most of them you probably won't come across um because once you get past the first introductory few you have to actively go seeking them out um, yeah i found the side quest one already yeah so like they don't just they don't just hand them to you you gotta find them you gotta actively seek them i think those are fun because it gives you different styles of gameplay outside of just your standard attack defender and healer uh each of them play differently because you might find like a healer that is you know a healer but they also kind of act as an attacker because they have a lot of like uh, direct attacks that also heal your party and so on and so forth. They have a lot of those variations that are like kind of like hybrids of each other. And I think it gives it a lot of uh, replay- replayability there. Like you don't just get bored with the characters. You're constantly switching. You're constantly changing it up because you can also, uh, as you play through those classes, you unlock arts that you can then carry over to other classes. So it's not just that class. You're stuck with it. So there's a lot of difference and there's a lot of variability with it. And I love that. Um, the world, I think, other than the enemies just kind of being reused like they do in all Xenoblade games where it's just like, you know, you have this enemy and they just kind of reskin it, make it a higher level. Um, other than that, the worlds I loved, I thought they were very wide open. There's a lot to explore. There's still areas I've never gone to. Um, there's still like side quests you can find and, exp- and uh, just, you know, randomly walking around um but all in all it was a great ride uh really don't have much more to say about it i mean if you're a jrpg fan i think this is worth it obviously i would recommend playing the other games but you know not necessarily needing it for this one per se no i don't think you need to play the other games to enjoy this one at all no i mean maybe towards the end game it might help you a little bit because you'll be very 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 confused uh about some characters and what's going on but definitely, if you are a Xenoblade fan, if you played the first two, um, is this a must play? I, this is a must play. I, I mean, if you haven't picked it up yet, I don't know what you're doing. Because honestly, you know, you gotta die. If you don't like JRPGs, it. I say skip it. Obviously, if you're I'll not a JRPG ass, fan, yeah. don't play I, it. Maze, Avoid maze, this one. You're not maze. going to enjoy it. Tim, do you have maze, 70 hours to burn? Maze, the JRPG, the only JRPG for me is with Ichiban. Ichiban and that's Kasuga. fine. That's yeah, you fine. Like your Dragon Quest. Oh, I love me some yeah. Dragon Quest. Oh, hot damn, I love me some Dragon Quest. It's very yeah, easy. that's fine. I mean, it's not for everyone. This is definitely, you know, it, I would say it is a niche kind of game almost. I think a little bit more popular or bigger than a niche game, but it's not for everyone. But this definitely do. Niche. It's, I it's, do definitely. If you if you like Japanese anime style games, this is oh, there's, it's uh, I there's love. There's a large I portion of people some, that probably don't. Enjoy it's it's that. so anime. But it's so oh, good. Oh, it's a yeah. classic. It's, it's all, a classic it's anime, anime, and I love it, though. I love it for that. And, you know, I mean, I think I mentioned before uh, several podcasts ago, like, I would just, I was randomly looking up, and if you go on YouTube, people have had already put up, like, you know, every cutscene uh, from the game in, like, a one video thing. There's, like, I think at least four hours worth of content of cutscenes from that game alone. Like, there's a full, there's yeah. a full movie in there on top of the gameplay. I believe it. Yeah. I mean, fun ride. 
highly recommend it. Especially if you play the other Xenoblades, you have no excuse. In fact, it would be blasphemy if you don't play this one. I'll go. I'll go as far as to say to that it'd be blasphemy if you don't play Xenoblade Three. Well, um, and if you're just a JRPG fan and you're curious, I say do it. Although I would also say go play Xenoblade Two first, and then I, just kind of read up on Xenoblade One because playing that one is kind of a slog, and I don't know that there's any easy, easily way to play it right now. This is definitely a game I'm gonna play over winter break. Like I'm, I'm Are you thinking about this. Are you? What? I thought you were gonna avoid this one. I might, I might, because I did play Xenoblade Two. Play, play Live Alive first. I'll play it's Live Alive. I'm still behind on my on my backlog. Um, You'll love Live Alive. I mean, we all you are. Can, do but we Maze, play that? Maze, final final take, final take, final take. I loved it. Uh, definitely up there with some one of my favorite JRPGs. I will say, I think uh, Xenoblade Two does slightly take a higher. Uh, tier over i think i just love the characters more there not to say i didn't love noah and company but it's it like i said it's a must play you like pyra better i i loved i love the dynamic of pyra mithra uh rex um rex, rex. why am i blanking on the, the 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 prince's name i loved him the guy with the eye patch oh um zeke zeke thank you uh i thought he was phenomenal uh, I love uh, Poppy, and um, I'm blanking on her wielder, uh, the Nopon from that one now as well. Yeah, it's like the lion. Uh, I mean, I love the lion with uh, Nia. Cecil. Cecil, Cecil. the lion <laughs> with Nia. Cecil <laughs> the lion. Um, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm. Uh, overall, what would you give it out of ten? Loved it. Great game. I think score wise, I think I will easily give it. I. Is it perfection? No. Is it a fun ride? Absolutely. Did I love it? One hundred percent. I think I will have to give it like a. I would give it like an eight point five. Hmm. That's pretty good. Pretty That's sp- actually pretty low, though, from what I was thinking. I, I was thinking you were going to give it like a nine. Nine. No, I don't want to. I don't want to go crazy. I mean, like I said, I love the game. I think it was great. I mean, I think. Like I said, I think Xenoblade Two has a you know a high, a, more of a hold on my heart than this one did. There were some low points where it's like, where's the story going? I'm not really feeling the characters right now. Feels like it kind of drab. Gameplay was fun, but overall, I don't want to just like you know go full in um, as the former uh, Giants GM would say, full bloom love. Good win, by the way. This I think week, 8.5 good win, is good Giants win this week. Oh, thank yeah, you. yeah. Pat, Pat's I was Pat shot the bed, that. but you guys had a good win. But oh. I was excited but, about but, that. So, Mace, you gave it an 8.5. You love the game. I also hate to break this. This is breaking news. I, I want to... Ubisoft is changing their price point to $60 a game... Or $70 a game. Breaking news. Bad news. So, um... Why is... Bad why news would bears. they do that? So, but guys, I... Because I hate it. It's fine. Don't don't even bother looking at that. Just wait till Black Friday. It'll be thirty dollars. That's the less. thing. Ubisoft games go down <laughs> like like literally. Don't day worry one. about that price. Just don't buy it. Yeah, if there's any company that I'm like day one, I'm like <laughs> that wait. game's Hold. gonna be the discount. Hold. <laughs> yeah, you know that. Yeah, that meme with Braveheart. Hold. Hold. No, like literally, they release a game, and two weeks later on Black Friday, it's like already $30 or $40. It is crazy. Yep. But anyway, Mace, I so 8.5 for that. 
Um, I just really want to touch base. I know we're going long, but I just want to touch base on another Nintendo game that I played this week, Splatoon 3. Um, so, How this, is it? Tell me about it. Our eSport correspondent says it is worth the pickup. So, yeah, so I played Splatoon 3. Um, I, I'm decent in the story. So um, I'll kind of dive into two things. I played the online. I played the single player. The game, I, I very much like the game. The online mode feels very snappy. Feels very, very. It, it feels very similar to Splatoon 2. There's some quality of life upgrades that are definitely noticeable, and ultimately, it's a it's a fun online experience. I enjoy it. I, I've gotten myself to level five in the game, and then I continued onward, and it just felt very much like Splatoon 2, and that's not a bad thing. It was very good, and I was happy for it, and I love the new courses. So, overall, thumbs up with me on the on the multiplayer. The world, so in between, there's kind of that open area. The open area I like, but the only problem that I have with that is that the frame rate dips a lot. Like it, it, it gets very chunky when you're walking around that city. So um, it is cool to see other individuals, other squids, kind of have their like little artwork. But it does get it does get chunky. But the thing is, is that there's a whole bunch of stores to go into. There's things to buy. It's it's a lot of fun. It's a it's a fun kind of interactive thing, similar to how Splatoon 2 was. The single player, I think, is a big step up for this series. Now, is it as good? Would you buy this for the single player? No, you buy it as a combination for both the single player and multiplayer. It's not a Call of Duty where the single player is usually ass. This game, the single player is actually quite good. It reminds me, it's it's like the best parts of Splatoon's DLC mixed with um, a little bit of Splatoon 2. So what it is, is you essentially go into like, and you, you go into this world, you kind of go down, essentially down the drain and you're in this world and it's, it's all these different islands connected and each island kind of has a whole bunch of different challenge rooms. And at the end of each challenge room, you, you know, you, when you solve the challenge room, you get a whole bunch of eggs, the eggs clear out different parts of the island, similar to how like Mario Sunshine is, and you kind of clear up the goo and you can kind of go and explore the island more. And all five islands are connected or six islands are connected. And each little challenge room is really kind of fun. You kind of dive into each challenge room and it varies. You get different weapons and, and each challenge room only lasts like a minute or, or about two minutes each. And they're very, they're very, very clever. And I think it's really kind of Nintendo on display there, similar how Mario is where you have like these clever rooms. Now, is is there things I wish with the single player? Yeah, I wish the islands had more variation. They feel like pretty much all the same, and they're all like in this like snow area. And um, I think the game, I think in that part, the game could use a little more life. But outside of that, multiplayer is great. Single player is pretty good. And there's some other aspects that I really like about this game: quality of life stuff. Um, the single player also has like unique upgrades. You can like go around and find collectibles and additionally to find, you know, um, different things to level up your character in single player. That's also fun. So ultimately not diving too, I, I did dive in a little bit, but I would give this game uh, a, a solid review for right now. I'm not going to give it a full review until I beat the, until I beat the story, but I, I very much enjoy this game. And what about being the multiplayer? What? about beating the multiplayer you're not going to beat that beat the multiplayer that's exactly what i'm going to do maze i'm going to i'm going to beat the multiplayer i'm going to get thousands of hours thousands i want you to beat the multiplayer i'm going to get to i don't want half the game i want all of it 
I want all of it. I want you to beat the multiplayer. I'm gonna beat. Are you are you team Squid or Octo? I'm team Squid. In the beginning, you can choose your character. You can choose either an Octo Octoling or a Squidling. And and on top of that, too, that's one thing that's really kind of unique about this game is that the Splatfest is the big thing that's coming out, and they announced that during today's Nintendo Direct. We already knew that this was coming, but unlike Splatoon Two where it was either, uh, you know, one thing or another thing, where it's, like, either, like, ketchup or mayo or ketchup or mustard or something like that. In, in this game, there's actually going to be three categories. So I believe the first one, it's, it's like, what would you do on an island, if uh, on a deserted island? Like, grub, fun, or something else. And, sure, and, and there's three one? different options that you can choose. And when you're in this whole Splatfest thing... The item that you essentially play on that team for the weekend. So you choose one of the three options. Unlike the unlike Splatoon 2, you choose one of the two options. I think this is actually going to be really cool. And there's going to be new free updates later, which come with more costumes, more stuff for your character. So it's it's ultimately a, a, a good game. I, I don't think it's an amazing game. I don't think it's like a 10 out of 10, nor do I think it's a 9 out of 10. But I think it's a very good game um, that's definitely worthy of being in your in your switch catalog but with that being said guys let's cut the show before i let you go off the hook go around the loop one video game recommendation or movie recommendation or show recommendation billy we'll start with you oh man there's so many games announced today i'm trying to think of something i could go first if you want or maybe yeah go yeah um if one of you guys can go I need a minute just to think. Maze, I got one teed up if you want. Go right ahead. Okay, I'm going to recommend Horizon uh, Chase 2. Or let me get the... uh, Oh, that's a good one. So that is... Let me just see. Horizon Chase 2. And this game's on on Apple Arcade. I believe it's an exclusive for a little bit. And in all honesty, we talked about the beginning of the show. Billy was like, oh, I want this game on Switch and so on and so forth. I do think that this is a game that is that does actually play very well on your iPhone. Given I'm rocking an iPhone 12, but on an iPhone 12, it rocks very well. So I suggest going and checking this game out. The one thing I think is that's really kind of cool is that each stage in this game is very unique. Unlike the first game where it felt like a lot of the stages kind of it was more just a change of a little template. This one, it feels like you're actually the stage is very unique and it really kind of makes me wonder. I'm like, man, they they packed a lot in this game. So it's definitely a very fun game. Go and check this out. It's on Apple Arcade. It's my game of the week. I, I very much like this game. And uh, if you're also in on Apple Arcade, go and check out Maze. Check this out. Bleak Sword. I, I also really like that game. So Apple Arcade. Well, not a lot of games. There are some good ones. This definitely is one. So that's my recommendation for the week. But Maze, do you want to go next? Mm. I can go, Maze. I got a good one. Go ahead. All right, go for it. Okay, this game's on sale right now. Go pick it up. One of the best Metroidvanias on the Switch. Um, Monster Boy in the Cursed Kingdom. Oh, thirteen dollars right now. Sixty-seven percent off. Ooh. Originally forty. I absolutely try to champion this game every time it goes on sale. It rarely goes on sale. Um, and it is just so good. The story is really good. The music's excellent. The platforming, the graphics, everything is great about this game. Um, so go pick that one up. That's like a must buy. 
It's it's such a great game. It almost won like my favorite game on Switch a couple years back. It's a very prestigious award. Mm. Yes. Not a lot of people know about it. Billy's favorite on Switch uh, indie. It's game one of my fa- yeah. It's like one of my favorite indie games on the Switch. Period. Very period. very prestigious award. Yeah. I love that game. Oh, and I guess that leaves me. God, I don't know what to, I don't I don't even know because my entire life has been Xenoblade Three for like the last what three weeks. Why don't you nominate a another Xenoblade? Xenoblade Two. <laughs> Give me no, take, the, take the easy way out. Nominate the golden co- country. What oh, is that? Golden, Torna. Torna. Golden Age. Golden Age of Torna. <laughs> or Torna the Golden. Co- I don't even remember what it was fucking called. It and was I like a forty-hour DLC. I was like, geez. Yeah. You know, yeah. I I I went right. I went full into it. Um. You know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna recommend Xenoblade Two. There we go. The Golden Country. Because I. Not the golden country. Why not the, the golden, country. golden country? You can. We'll include that. We'll roll it all in there because you know at this point you can get a a, a version of it that comes with it included. You no, know, the country right the next cart. door is Donkey Kong Country. Yeah, it is. that's Fun a great fact, country. Though, a, lot, a lot of people. A lot of people don't know that that in uh, the world of Xenoblade Two, I believe that is. Uh, oh, what's that world called? It's not Bionis. That's uh, Xenoblade One. It's um. I'm blanking. This is terrible. Xerneas. Uh, no, that's a Pokemon. Xerneas, the Pokemon. I'm not talking Pokemon. <laughs> Ventus. Uh, I digress. Either way. Ventus, uh, the guy from, the uh, other... <laughs> Final, from uh, Kingdom Hearts. Uh, you know what? Hold on. Just You can edit this out. I need to I need to look it up now uh, because now it's going to bother me. Name that was... Uh... All rest. All there rest. we go. All rest. Hey, Billy, Billy All quick rest, question. Uh, yeah, fun fact, All Rest is actually right next door to Donkey Kong Country. No one knows that, really. Okay, fair enough. Billy, quick question. Who is the bad guy from Kingdom Hearts? Xehanort. 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 That, I don't there's know why of, I was there's thinking There's a lot that. of bad guys. I was like, what's that, what's that, that motherfucker's the name? <laughs> Probably Axel. I mean, he's the main one, but there's a no, lot of... No, Xehanort, the bald no, no, guy. Well, Axel was one of them, but he kind of... Riku's bad. But Xehanort's wait, so the main who, guy. Wait, who's no, the bad guy? Riku's not really bad. It's Xehanort. No, Riku's not bad. Yeah, he is. He, well, I mean, no, he's just, he, essentially, he's just, essentially he's the like writers for Kingdom well, Hearts he, just... He has to struggle with his feelings, and he has to fight against the darkness, it, but he's not ultimately bad. Essentially, like Sasuke, essentially right? they just copied Naruto. He's essentially yeah. Sasuke. Yeah, he's basically yeah. Sasuke. You know, he goes down the... Be- he, you know, best friend is Sora. He loses him to the darkness, and Sora fights to bring him back. What is the darkness? It's the darkness within your heart. Yeah, but where... And who's Roxas? Who's Roxas? Tell me who's Roxas and who's Ventus, Maze. Roxas is uh, Sora's nobody, and Ventus, I still don't understand. What's a nobody? <laughs> it's the embodiment of the darkness of uh, your heart. Okay, but he looks—he looks nice. But he looks Roxas completely looks like different. Yeah, <laughs> but that's what happens when it I'm happens confused, to a Maze. human. <laughs> that's what happens when it happens to a human. Maze. We'll talk about this next week. Uh, we should I, do a podcast. We're going to do next week's episode. It's exclusively explaining the world of Kingdom Hearts, where I try to explain it, knowing nothing about it other than the most basic. Maze, what Maze, were the Keyblade Maze. Wars? <laughs> Maze, for your 40th birthday, we got to oh, go to Disney yeah. and get the suite, the Kingdom Hearts suite, where you lay in the sheets that are like the Keyblade sheets. Do they have that? They had it for a while. Oh my! I'm gonna <laughs> buy Maze. Please? Imagine at 
Can we please? Imagine you having Kingdom Heart sheets. Imagine you bringing somebody back to your apartment and they're like, "What is that?" You have it's like KH. It's like Sora on your pillow. I think we should do time that. to get time uh, to get I'm not, gonna, not gonna lie, not gonna lie. I don't know what's more uh, more unrealistic: the Kingdom Heart sheets or that bringing the person back to my apartment at this hey. point. Don't whoa. don't whoa whoa! <laughs> I'm just whoa. Not that you don't need that yeah, we don't need that negativity. You think Sora had that negativity when he was trying to fight the darkness? Maze, you're you're becoming Roxas, yeah. aren't you? I am. The don't, darkness don't, is taking me. Yo, yo, become a Ventus, bro. Become a what? what who's the other guy? Axel. <laughs> Axel. Um, there's liquid. Liquid. Is liquid? <laughs> liquid. Awesome. No, that's, no, that's, that's a Bell different here. series. <laughs> That's a different series. <laughs> Can we talk about, like, listen, I love Metal Gear. And and I know Clay likes Metal Gear. This is off the rails at this point. I know Clay likes Metal Gear. I, I, I'm going to be complaining. I like Metal Gear. I, I love Metal Gear. We love Metal Gear. That story is Metal so Gear? far up its own ass. Like, that's what makes it great. It, that's okay, what makes it fantastic. Here's, but here's I have the no real clue what's question. going on. But at least that story. Here's the real question. Which store is more farther up each, their own ass? Kingdom Hearts or Kingdom Metal Hearts Gear? just doesn't Kingdom know Hearts. where it's going. Like la- like Metal Gear knows the story <laughs> is just so wild. Like they're, like, they're having fun. Yeah, with they're it. having fun with it. Maze, there's a, they're embracing Maze, it. There's like a big electric guy just walking around, it, like <laughs> <laughs> like taking bolt. Like you know the guy Billy. What do you what do you wait? Whoa 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 whoa! Are you guys trying to imply Kingdom Hearts doesn't know where it's going? Where we have Kingdom Hearts four coming out soon or eventually, and it's literally going to a real world Tokyo. Yeah, yeah I don't know if I like uh, well, that. all I'll say is this on, on the side <laughs> okay, note. Okay, I guess they don't the know The best part going. of the Disney showcase was everybody's expecting Kingdom Hearts 4, and then, like, at the end, they're like, here's some of the game. They, like, they like showed this, like, the, the recap, and then they had, like, a like an image of Kingdom Hearts 4, and I was like, <laughs> it was like the meme from that, that Leonardo DiCaprio mo- mo- movie. I was, like, pointing at the screen. I was like, that's it. That's what we wanted to see. Um, <laughs> Wait, what were they expecting? We just got the announcement for a game that no one was even expecting to be coming out at all and they thought we were gonna get something already yeah, i fully expected i expected uh i expected at least a little bit about marvel spider-man but we didn't get that but no but i feel like that's gonna be more of that's a, a sony, sony thing. Thing. They would, they that's a sony thing there. that's not gonna be a d23 thing because that's insomniac and that's a sony exclusive i don't think that but would guys, be a Jim ryan would never let that happen but guys with that no we will let you go <laughs> because we can talk about kingdom hearts all night and how much of a great story it is in fact, we're going to be doing that next yeah, week. Yeah, we're going to talk podcast. about. Actually, no. Maze, dro- in the meantime, dropping later tonight, I'm doing I'm doing a special edition of VGP uh, where I explain the entirety of. Maze, Kingdom Hearts. I want. Yeah, I do want that, but I also want you to go and watch back. Was it back cover, back door, or whatever? That's that sounds very <laughs> sexual. It is was it a porno? Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> okay, Kingdom Hearts porno? X or something. It's the iPhone one. That's the the one that takes place first. Yeah, but can't you no longer play that one? Oh no, no that's, the, that's one the one on, on Nokia. Nokia. Can't play but anymore. Anyway, well, it's called Backdoor. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I think it is the Backdoor Keyhole. Well, if, wow. you, if you know what, Tim, can you can you put up a poll on can you put up a poll on Twitter and ask the the general audience do they want a special do you, edition? Do you want do you want me to sit down and, and Maze to sit down and go through the story of Kingdom Hearts? That I will. Like, I will get a white. Bo- that sounds torturous. Huh? Imagine someone at work sitting. I'll there do it if that. the fans Just want it. I'll do it. I will. I will do the research. I will. I will piece it together and we will go deep dive. I actually would appreciate that. That'd be really funny. I think that could be hilarious. I think it would be great. Tim, can you put up a poll on Twitter? Guys, with that being said, 
Thank you guys for listening. Have a fantastic week. Love you all. And this has been BGP. We'll talk to you guys next week. Deuces. See you guys. Later, everybody.